And now we go into the Word of God. And the Bible says, draw near to hear when you come into the presence of the Lord. Otherwise, you give a sacrifice of food. Because God does nothing except He first speaks. The world that we inhabit, we're framed by His Word. And today, He is going to speak to our heart. And I pray that our heart will be receptive to receive the Word of God. And we will respond accordingly. The devil will put to shame. God will glorify that we be thoroughly blessed. Somebody shout, Hallelujah. Glory to God. Today, I bring you the word of the Lord. In God we trust, part two. In God we trust, part two. Last week, I brought you the word of the Lord, and I speak confidently that this is not just a sermon. This is thus saith the Lord. And God was saying to us, in this season, we should be careful to, uh, to, uh, to, to, to receive the mantra and declare the mantra and live by the mantra that says, In God we trust. In God we trust. And God was saying that the bridge between where we are at right now and where uh, we ought to be by now, the bridge is for us to trust in God because everything else will fail. And we have seen them failing and falling like a pack of cards. All the equations, all, 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 all the powers, all the way things, the, 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 the principles by which things are done have all been failing. And God said, if you want to be secure, your mantra should be, in God we trust. And so this is God in trust, we trust number two. And I want us to pray over the word of God. Father, as we go into your word, open our understanding, let your word be quick and powerful and effective. In our heart, in our lives, to change us, to build us, and to bring us into the blessings of God that come from you and, and deliver us of everything that's contrary to us, and let the word of God be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our hearts so that we do not grow as cursed men in the noontime. Thank you, Father, because your word will do us good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want you to I want you to take your Bibles and turn with me to Psalm number twenty, and it says, "Some trust in chariots and others in horses. We trust the Lord our God. We march forward and win. We march forward. And between last week and this week, I know, as for me and my house, we have been marching forward and we're winning. And you will be do too, and we will continue to win as long as our mantra is in God. We trust. So in God we trust too." Our, our scripture is Psalm 91, Psalm 91, Psalm 91. And you know, everybody has been praying Psalm 91. But there's one thing about praying that's religious, that's not based on meditation, which brings understanding of the scripture. So when you pronounce it, it comes powerfully from your heart. Psalm 91, and I want you to listen very well so that this psalm works for you. And this is a psalm of deliverance at a time like this when we're ravaged by this pandemic all over the world. Psalm 91 verse 14, translation of choice, is the Living Bible, TLB. And I read this up on your screen. It says, for the Lord says, and I told you this is the word of the Lord. For the Lord says, because he loves me, because he loves me, I will rescue him. In particular, that person in particular. Because he loves me, I will rescue him. I will make him great, because he trusts my name. Hey, God says, because he loves me, I will first rescue him. And I will make him great because he trusts in my name. I will make him great because his mantra 
It's not in money we trust. It's not in governments we trust. It's not in the color of our passport we trust. It's not the size of our bank account. In God we trust. That's his mantra. God says, I will make him great. Why did you say, Lord, I received that one? That in spite of all, God, who can who, who can do all things to him, nothing can be impossible, will make me great by his word. Hallelujah. So this is a fundamental and the foundational scripture. God is saying, I will. He didn't say anybody. He didn't say your office. He didn't say your I will make him great. And there's nothing that God sets out to do that he has never accomplished. He said, even when I send my word, it cannot return to me void. It will accomplish the purpose for which I sent it. And God is speaking to you, brethren, that if only you will have adopt the mantra in God we trust. It says, I, I, Jehovah, will make you great. And I receive it for me and my household, and I receive it for you as well, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Once has God spoken, twice have I heard that the power, come on now, the power to do and undo belongs to God. He's one that raises kings and brings down kings. He's one that redistributes wealth. Hallelujah. And when God says, if you, if you, if you adopt the mantra in God we trust, you'll see the definition of trust that I, I put together by the leading of the Spirit. Trust is belief in the ability, is trust is, a, is belief in the ability, is belief in the reliability, the credibility, the capability, and the dependability of someone or something. Oh, I want that, I want that definition to be up on the, on, on the screen. Trust is belief in the one or something. So if you say you trust in God, what you must demonstrate is that you believe in his ability, his reliability, his credibility, his capability, and his dependability. And I'm going to break it down. When we say trust is belief in ability, ability talks about strength and power. Why wouldn't you trust in God whose power knows no limit? He's the all-powerful God. That is what it means when we say he's omnipotent. His potency cannot be measured. It is immeasurable. It is absolute. Nothing is impossible with God. So trust in trust is belief in the ability of God, in his strength and his power. That doesn't need me to explain to you. Trust is also belief in the reliability of God. He talks about the faithfulness of God. Have you not read that the Bible calls him the faithful one, the ever faithful one, the one that remains faithful when we are faithful because he cannot deny the essence of himself. He is just faithfulness personified. Oh, even when we are faithful, he remains faithful. So trust is belief in the ability and reliability of God. So reliability of God should not be an issue. He remains faithful. Trust is also believed in the credibility of God. Credibility talks about the, the character and, and the persona of the individual. The character of God is full. Head ever constant God. His, his character is so is so so pure, he never betrays anybody. He never lets people down. So trust is believed in the ability, the reliability, and the credibility of God. And also now. Let's go to the capability. The capability talks about competence. When you say that, for instance, I'm a lawyer, a lawyer is capable, you're talking about his competence to deliver. Hey, is God 
There's nothing incompetent about God. He is so competent, we should call him the competent. The title. And so trust is believed in the ability, the reliability, the credibility, the capability, and the dependability of a person. Dependability talks about someone who understands commitment. A committed person. Dependability talks about loyalty, somebody that never betrays your trust. Dependability talks about a new word that I found. And I put Wikipedia and Google on notice. They better adopt this word because it, it describes God. It is what I call committedness of the person. That dependability talks about the committedness of a person or a thing or an institution. So when we talk about trust, when the mantra is given to us, the mantra is in God we trust. It's talking about trust in believing God, in his ability, his reliability, his credibility, his capability, his dependability. And dependability talks about the committedness. A lot of people can commit for a season. But you'll notice that they change their mind. <laughs> but once, as God spoken, once God takes a position, he's strong enough to power that position through. So we're talking about the, the committedness of God. So why would you not put your trust in God? Is, it, is, is, is his ability not awesome? Is his ability not or, or is it, is it not, is not, doesn't make you drunk? What kind of, how, his credibility, his capability, his dependability. When you think about all that, you, you just want to trust him over and over again. And by my explaining these things to you, I pray by now, you do not have any trust issues anymore concerning Jehovah. I have made a case for Jehovah. And end of discussion. Let it never be spoken again whether God is worthy of our trust. It is end of discussion. What did I say? End of discussion. Glory to God. Let me go on to this Psalm 91 is what I read and we started with. In the Living Bible, it says, I will make him great because he trusts in my name. That is the result of what somebody did. And a lot of us pray about results. We don't, we don't check out the action that, 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 that produces that result. We talk about results. Ah, Father, bless me. Father, I have this. Father, I have children. Father. But what about the action that produces the results? So Psalm 91, this starts in verse 14. It was verse 14 I read to you that says, The Lord says, Because he loves me, I will rescue him. I will make him great because he trusts my name. That's the Living Bible. But let me go to the New Living Translation. And now go to the action that produces that result. So Psalm 91 and verse 2, where verse 2 talks about the very beginning. Verse 14 is the tail end. Uh, Psalm 91 has 16 verses. So 14 to 16 in due course. But let us look at the preceding action. And God is a cause, God of cause and action. Because he's the God of order. So Psalm 91 verse 2. The New Living Translation says. This I declare about the Lord. He alone <laughs> is my refuge. My place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. Full stop. Exclamation mark. Full stop. Let me read it again. This I declare about the Lord. He alone. He alone. Nobody. He alone is my refuge and my place of safety. And that's why I can say I trust him. That is 
the cause that produces the reaction of God making him great, rescuing him and making him great. For some of you who've been born again for a few decades like me, you remember one song that says, He alone are worthy, you alone are worthy, Lord, to be praised and adored. Hey, you alone are worthy, Lord, to be praised and adored. You've been faithful, Lord, through the ages past. That is why your name is forevermore. That is why your praise is forevermore. If you can sing that song and act true to time, you will get the benefit of Psalm 91 verse 14. He will make you great. You will make me great in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the cause, causative uh, uh, action is our putting our trust in God and making him alone. Don't, he doesn't share that position with anybody. Make him alone. Your refuge, your strength, and the one you put your trust in. And so let me read the verse uh, 14 to 16 that we all like. That is the reaction of Jehovah to the one who adopts a mantra in God we trust and acts true to time. Psalm 91 verse 14 to 16, it should come up on your screen. I'm reading continually from the New Living Translation, NLT. It says, the Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. How about that? Father, me, I receive it for me and my household. Psalm 91, 14 to 16. That in this season, when people are in trouble, you will rescue us because we love you. You will protect us because we trust in your name. You will make us great. You will answer us at particular times like this when we call upon you, when there's trouble all around us. You will rescue and then, not just rescue, rescue and then promote and honor us. And, and so it is the ever faithful God, the one that is known for his committedness, his dependability. Lord, you will do it for us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He now comes it all and says, I will reward them. And I pray that you are amongst us with a long life so we will not die young. Oh, no, no, we will not die in this problem. We will live. We will outlive it to be present, to glorify God and give him all the praise for his deliverance in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know somebody saying how good God is. Can you put your hands together and say, Father, thank you for Psalm 91. 14 and 6 to 16, I tap into it because I am inside Psalm 91 and verse 2. In you alone, I put my trust. Now, can, can I put a balance to this? Some people think when they see people like us say we trust God and we keep marching on decade after decade, battle after battle. I want to explain something to you. It's not always that easy trusting God. Trusting God does not mean you can see your way through at times like this. Trusting God does not mean that you even understand His heart because His ways are far above our ways. So when God is moving, it, you definitely always cannot understand the complexity of His mind and the kind of aces He's, he's throwing out around the place. Many times it takes you a few years to catch up with what God started many years back. 
And so you trusting God doesn't mean you will always understand this man. So never give up on trusting God just because you don't understand what is going on. Then the Bible says God causes all things to work out together for our good. He causes it. He works at it to make it turn around for our good. And so trusting God also does not mean you are not worried or afraid. It is not a sin to be worried. It's just that you will now pick up your Bible and the Word of God to quench the worry. All the what ifs. What if it doesn't happen? What if it doesn't go well? No, no, you quench it by pronouncing the Word of God to bury the worries. It does not mean you're not even afraid. My wife keeps saying something. He says, uh, when she's when she straight, people say, when you have an opportunity, step up to the plate. Even when you're afraid, he said, do it shaking. Do it afraid, but do it. Just because you're afraid. In fact, what courage is, is not an absence of fear. Courage is when you act in spite of the fear in your heart. That's what courage is. You superimpose courage on the, on the fear that wants to immobilize you. Glory to God. So that's what trusting means. So the child of God, we're all the same. We go through, we come through, but we keep our trust in God, knowing that we don't have to really understand the workings. As long as we know the God who is behind the scene and who really is in charge. Hallelujah. I'm going to read to you now from Proverbs. And when we get to this Proverbs, get ready to dance because good news is coming your way. Where are my people? I said good news is coming your way. You know me. When, when I hear from God, I, my mood changes. When, when, when God shows up, I begin to trip. I begin to dance. So, uh, Proverbs 16 and verse 20. You're going to like this. The Message Bible still on the subject, In God We Trust, part number two. And um, in, in Proverbs 16, verse number two, uh, 20, I read from the Message Bible. Listen to this. The Bible says it pays to take life seriously. It pays. So don't be a fool. It pays to take your life seriously. But things work out when you trust in God. Hey! But things work out when you trust in God. So my strength is not in my taking my life seriously, taking my ministry, my work, my family seriously. My strength is that God will make things work out when you trust in Him. That's why uh, Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called to according to His purpose. So much as we do what we have to do, but our confidence is that things work out when you trust God. When it says things work out, it means you may not even understand the working. You may go to bed defeated and wake up with victory knocking on your door. Oh, God will give somebody a pleasant surprise. That seemingly incomprehensible, complicated situation, God will cause it to work out for your good. And when God does that, I feel God is even posing, just sitting on the show, saying, how do you like me now? And I say, Jehovah, You'll be king forever. You'll be God forever. Just let me be serving you. No shame in serving God. When you see that quotation on your screen, you see somebody running. I want you to post that thing in. You see uh, an emoji of somebody running. Say, eh, eh, eh. If that is what that man is going to get, hey, come on for road. I'm going there. I'm running there myself. Because when I, when I trust in God, things are going to work out. It doesn't matter who doesn't agree. Go. God doesn't need anybody's agreement to do what he wants to do. Chaka, lay my post. Chaka, lay broko, leave, abba, chaka. Hey, 
things are going to work out for you. I want you to run to God and embrace him and say, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm going to put all my trust in you. I want to pray this prayer that as we put our trust wholly in God, things will begin to work out. Hey, in ways we cannot comprehend, things will begin to work out. When the man's way pleases the Lord because he puts his trust in God, because the man's mantra is in God we trust. When that man's way pleases God, he causes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Sometimes it's even your enemies that will come and bless you. What a powerful, powerful, powerful God we serve. I want somebody to put on your own issues. I'm running to God. I'm going to put my trust in God. And so when I do that, I don't need to know how to work everything out. I don't do what a man can do and check out how Jehovah does only what God can do. And there's a song that we sang last week. And that song is does what only God can do. When we have done what we can do, taking things seriously, God shows up, makes everything work out, and, and then the same God just shows up and turns things around. I want to read to you again Proverbs 28 and verse 25. Proverbs 28 and verse 25. That's it. Post, post your emoji. Let there be the action before the action. Say, Lord, my spirit is already moving. You know that I have to hit the end of this sermon. Post the emojis that I'm running to God with my trust. I'm taking it away from my bank account. I'm taking it away from human beings to put it back in God. Hallelujah. Proverbs 28 and verse 25, the New Living Translation, says, God causes, it says, greed causes fighting. Greed causes fighting. That's not us. But trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Hey! Trusting in the Lord leads to prosperity. Tell your neighbor, come on, get out of the way. I'm running. I'm not issues. Hallelujah. Hey! Heavenly rest, I'm not going to tire. I'm running to God with my praise. I'm running to God with my worship. I'm running to God with my offering and my tithe. Hey, why are you trusting God? You don't do it seasonally. The Bible says be instant in and out of season. Don't be like people that when they're happy, they serve God, they give. Because there's COVID, they're not serving God anymore, they're not giving anymore. No, 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 no. Why are you trusting God? Listen, you don't let nothing shake your commitment to God. You'll be like God, be dependable. Oh, the, the songwriter says, dependable, dependable God. Ah, whatever may come my way, you are still God. Ah, you see the way I'm singing? You know something is breaking loose here. I pray this, this lightning of anointing will hit you wherever you are. Hit that problem and scatter all your enemies in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to give you the last one. Proverbs 28 and verse 25. I'm going to be reading from the New Century Version. But let me say this prayer very quickly. As we put our trust wholly in God, prosperity and favor. <laughs> it sounds, <laughs> prosperity and favor will begin to pursue and overtake us all the days of our lives. As we put our trust back in God in a, in a wholesome way, prosperity and favor, goodness and mercy is the same as prosperity and favor, will begin to pursue, come on now, not only pursue, catch up with us, not only that, overtake us all the days of our lives. What is your amen? Somebody give the Lord, forget your neighbor, shout the shout of praise, and the walls of that resisted your destiny will fall to bits like the walls of Jericho. Glory to God. And now let me read Proverbs 28 and verse 25, the new living, uh, new century version of the Bible. It, it says, 
A greedy person causes trouble, but the one who trusts the Lord will succeed. Hey! But the one who trusts the Lord will succeed. That one is a blank check. The word succeed means in anything you do, in anything you are involved in, in anything that is going to come your way, in the days of battle, in the days of investment, in the days of marriage, in the days of having children, you will succeed. Oh, put on your running shoes. Hey, run to run to the mantra in God will trust. I want you to say amen as I pray. I want you to say amen as I pray. I told you there's a song that I like. Oh, oh. Yes. God of wonders. Hallelujah. As we put our trust holy God, may we begin to experience good success in every area of our lives. May we begin to experience good success. Not ordinary success, good success. In every area of our lives, I want you to say amen and amen and amen and amen. The one that can cause us to succeed, to cause things to work out, the one that will cause us to come into prosperity. prosperity and God will cause us to succeed. That's why we keep running back to God. Hallelujah. With that, I'm going to ask you to join me as we bring the service to a close to recite our very powerful tenet. Can you lift up your right hand to the Lord and say with me uh, we believe in the God of grace. We rely on the grace of God. So the God of grace gives us his grace always to win the race.